Hey guys, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Let's Discuss with Z. Welcome, and I just want to start this episode off with a quick apology for depriving you all of content for the longest, but we are back and it's the last day of June, and not only in June did we celebrate Pride Month, it was also Black Music Month, so in today's episode we will be discussing everything black music. So speaking of black music, Sunday, the BET Awards aired on the BET channel. I know that most of us don't have cable, so I was able to watch it live on Fubo TV from my Roku. So definitely check them out if you're interested in streaming live TV channels. So if you know me, and you follow me on Snapchat, then you know that when it comes to award shows, I do this for my squad, I do this for my gang, I got y'all. So on my Snapchat story on Sunday night, I basically just gave my commentary of my favorite parts of the night on Sunday. And basically in this episode, we will just be discussing in detail um the highlights of the BET Awards. So let's discuss, let's unpack, let's get into it. Okay, y'all. So first things first, we're going to get into the fashion. So the looks of the night, let's talk about it because mm, I don't know, y'all. How are y'all feeling about that? Because some of the looks, I don't know if they were really giving what they really thought that they were supposed to be giving and I don't really know if it's because I'm not quite yet in that tax bracket so I can't really comprehend or understand what the looks were supposed to be giving but mm, I don't know or if you know, we just been inside too long because of the pandemic. So the stylist and and then the 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 celebrities kind of forgot how to dress or how to piece together an outfit. But I just some of the looks were just <laughs> it's it was a no for me. It was giving very much. What are those? What's that? You sure you sure you want to wear that? Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know, but I'm not going to point out any names because, you know, they always say if you don't have nothing nice to say, then don't say it. So I'm going to just leave it at that. The Internet has said enough about the looks of the night, so I don't have to say nothing. Y'all, y'all, y'all see it. Y'all, y'all know. Y'all know the outfits that was looking a mess and you know the outfits that was cute. So we just going to leave it at that. Anyways, moving on. So. Let's talk about the host and the opening performance. So the host, of course, was Taraji P. Henson, and we love her. We love Taraji. You know, she did great. She did awesome. Um, the opening performance was Kirk Franklin and Lil Baby. And Lil Baby was looking very much awkward and he was giving very much, you know, those fish off SpongeBob, you know, like the fish that be saying meep. He was giving very much meep, just very awkward. And I don't know if it's because a gospel artist was standing on stage with him and he was maybe, maybe he was high, maybe he was a little drunk, maybe he, he, 
you know, his music had a lot of cussing in it and he was like feeling some type of way. I don't know. But guys, it just, I don't know. Like, and on top of that, it's like, I understand Kirk Franklin is a gospel artist, but at the same time, Mr. Kirk Franklin was cussing his son out a couple months ago. So really, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want Kirk Franklin to tell me nothing about my cussing in my music because sir you was just cussing your son out and talking to him crazy so with that said yeah anyways moving on to the performance that broke the internet if you will so the performance that you could say broke the internet would have to be Migos and Cardi B's performance of type shit you guys just want to say this i don't know if it's because i'm barty gang you know i love cardi b or if she's also a libra she's an air sign or what but y'all her verse and type shit really like she understood the assignment okay and then also big paper Please, if you have not listened to the song Big Paper, please listen to it because she also understood the assignment on that. So I'm just recommending y'all just go listen to it. But anyways, back to the performance. That was so off topic, but whatever. So back to the performance. So, you know, Migos, they come out, they do whatever they got to do, say whatever they got to say. And then, of course, Cardi B comes out when it's her turn. And y'all, she has on this black dress, these thigh-high boots, you know. And then the stomach part of her dress is cut out. And I'm like, hmm, interesting. Because, like, I really wasn't looking at the TV like that at first. And then I was like, wait a minute. Her stomach part is cut out. Is she? And then I was like, oh, she is. Because she, like, turned to the side. And I'm like, y'all, Cardi B is pregnant. What the hell? Y'all, I really wasn't surprised. You know, she took her little hiatus from social media, all that. And then, you know, I thought it was very cute very Beyonce-esque of her uh she also did this when she was pregnant with Culture and she kind of debuted that on Saturday Night Live when she performed Be Careful so cute very you know Beyonce-esque of her to announce her pregnancy like that I really like that I think that's pretty dope um but you know congratulations to Offset and Cardi B um they're adding another baby to their family and culture finna be a big sister so congratulations to Offset and Cardi B for adding another baby so now we are getting into the um awards category thing so this category is for best new artists and the nominees were Lotto, Flo Millie, Pooh Shiesty, Coyla Ray, Gibeon, and Jack Harlow. And Gibeon ends up being the winner. And I think it's well deserved because he be pumping out them 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 bops, okay? So 
this Giveon, you deserve that. Okay, you deserved it. Congratulations. Um, a lot of people were a little bit pressed about Jack Harlow being nominated for B for a BET award or BET awards. Um, but it's like y'all, y'all ain't never heard of Justin Timberlake, Robin Thicke, like. Um. Also. I wouldn't be too pressed about it. I understand that BET is a channel that's marketed towards black people and supposed to be for black people and, you know, help uplift black people and stuff like that. And they mostly show black content on their, you know, black shows and things like that. Um, But if you did your research, you would know that BET is owned by Viacom. So, I mean, you know, it's inevitable. A lot of times, you know, it's not a completely black-owned network. Um, So, yeah, just keep that in mind when it comes to things like that. Um, So, yeah. Anyways, so now we have the category of, I want to say best female r&b artist so the nominees for that were jasmine sullivan her summer walker sizza janae aiko and beyonce and y'all her won and her you know she gave her nice little speech and the one part about her speech that really stuck out to me is how she said that um, a lot of these other genres and a lot of the, you know, stuff like this would not exist if it weren't for black music. And I completely agree with what she said, because it's so true. Like, think about it, like rock and roll, like would not exist without Little Richard. Um, Elvis wouldn't even be so relevant if he wasn't, uh, if he didn't sit in a black church and listen to a black choir singing um so yeah with that said black music has paved the way for a lot of things as far as pop culture as far as when it comes to music um and all these genres and these artists and you know their sound and stuff like that black music is probably the reason why and also um so yeah now let's get on to the woman of the night is what I would say because she was racking them things up Meg the Stallion Megan the Stallion y'all y'all know I love Megan the Stallion you know she's an air sign so you already know how I feel about it I would consider myself a hottie, you know, she's from Texas also, so, of course, you know, we support it, we love to see it, she performed Thought Shit, and y'all, if you have not seen the video, please go watch the video, please, please, please go watch the video, because y'all know I'm nerdy for stuff when it comes to movies and stuff, and if you watch the video, despite all the booty shaking, you know, try to ignore that, actually watch the video, because there are so many movie references in that video that it was just like, (laughs) it was mind-blowing, and I was just like, girl, (laughs) 
this is why I love her because she's like she's low-key kind of like a nerd you know like she kind of like knows a lot she's really smart too and she puts that and incorporates that into her music into her music videos and I love that so definitely watch the video the performance definitely gave what it was supposed to give you know she was in all black had her 613 wig you know giving us very much vibes we was feeling it we was feeling it okay we loved it it was great um but yeah so and like i said she was the lady of the night she kept racking them little awards up well she kept coming up there i'm pretty sure she was up there like three or four times accepting some sort of award so um I want to say this was her acceptance speech for the video of the year. Um, it was, you know, her and Cardi B um, received the award for WAP. Um, and you already know how I feel about the song WAP. We already talked about this. We love it. We support it. The video gave everything that it was supposed to give. You know, we loved it. We love to see it. I finally, you know, got that Meg and Cardi B collab that I've been trying to manifest for the longest and it finally came true. So, like I said, she gets up there and she's just like talking about black women and how she's just so thankful, you know, and she says that she wants to say this about black women. She was like, black women, we are the culture. We've been the culture, and in the future, we still going to be the culture. And she was like, so shout out to us. And, you know, she does her signature little sound that she always does, you know. Um, you know, if you know, you know. Um, and she is so right about that because let's really, let's discuss it. Let's get into it. Let's unpack it because let's be real. TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. Number one thing. Let's talk about it. All the black creators stopped making up dances to all these songs that came out, especially Thought Shit. Her song Thought Shit. Um, so, you know, all the black creators stopped doing it. You know, it's mostly black women that be making up these dances to all the little TikTok songs, you know, the songs that blow up on TikTok or whatever. And it's true because now you got the white girls on tiktok trying to make up a dance and they low-key look kind of stupid so we'll just go with that and then also you know the long nails the colored wigs the weaves you know people being real into that now the long nails and and the the y2k baddie aesthetic come on y'all you know if you were alive in the 2000s, you know, the black women, they, they was milking that aesthetic. You know, they started that shit. So let's just keep it real. Let's keep it 100. Black women, the culture, we are the standard. Black women are the standard when it comes to, um, you know, black women are the standard when it comes to this stuff. So she wasn't wrong. You know, she she spoke nothing but facts. Black people, 
we are the culture we're the standard uh especially when it comes to pop culture in general there's just no there's no nothing can really compare but anyways back to the performances that I talked about um I also talked about Tyler the creator's performance it gave what it was supposed to give you know it was just just look at it on YouTube okay just just pull it up on there (laughs) this was my favorite performance of the night which was Jasmine Sullivan and Ari Lennox because I just (laughs) I love them for this you know at first it was Jasmine Sullivan you know singing her little songs and things and you know I love Jasmine Sullivan you know her vibes on the stage were getting very much sexy and you know it was just giving sensuality and just beautiful I just love the aesthetic it was just very aesthetically pleasing she's aesthetically pleasing it was giving everything that it was supposed to give then she brings out Ari Lennox and then there's singing on it and um you know they were I mean harmonizing I wouldn't really say harmonizing not that they can't harmonize but uh their voices you know they were just doing their own thing they was just vibing together if you will musically um and they were just singing they were harmonizing to sit on it and it's just like y'all better y'all better y'all better on a Sunday night y'all better and we just we loved it we loved to see it 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 was giving what it was supposed to give and you know it yeah anyways now let's get into the one that everybody can't seem to keep the name of the person that people just can't seem to keep out of their mouth and that is little Nas X y'all you know like I said on my snapchat story about Lil Nas X when it comes to him I just want y'all to really stop the cap and give credit where it's due the man is creative secondly just be honest with yourself just say you're homophobic and move the fuck on like just 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 keep it 100 keep it all the way real like if you homophobic just fucking say that it really don't have to be more than what you're saying like it really don't have to be more than that just just keep it real with people so we know how to deal with you accordingly and you know i understand with the video of montero call me by your name i understand i've seen the video i watched the entire thing um but i looked at it from like a perspective of him like trying to um make a a statement and like trying to like um use his creative outlet to like explain his experience with being gay and like being shunned by the Christian community and the black community and you know just take matters into his own hands and be like well shit y'all say I'm doing this well shit I might as well fucking it is what it is at this point you know so I looked at it from that perspective I understand what he was trying to say but yes I also understand that this man is a fucking troll um 
he be fucking playing. He does this shit because he knows that y'all are going to mind his business. And it's just funny because y'all give into it every fucking time. And I just be like, can you really be that simple minded and that easily offended and easily bothered that you would allow someone to um, like make you create and come up with all these think pieces and these conspiracies as to to try to make sense of something that literally they literally just did that so that you would fucking make a big deal about it and make them more relevant in the media like please it's just come on y'all like just let it go let it go just be real say you're homophobic move the fuck on and like alex tucker on facebook said y'all kill me with this with the they keep pushing the gay narrative down people's throats on tv trying to make kids and people gay i'm confusion because y'all grew up watching the cosby show fresh prince the jeffersons and etc and ain't none of y'all successfully married have a thriving career living in mansions have a high rise in the sky or none of that so apparently tv ain't that influential And Alex, I completely agree with you because listen, listen, he kept it all the way 100 with y'all and he literally said what I be thinking half the time because it's like TV really can't be that influential and it's like on top of that, let's be real, Um, why is your child watching the BET Awards? Why is your child not watching Coco Melon? Why is your child not watching SpongeBob or Blue's Clues or something like? Please, put on Baby Shark. Why they watching Meg the Stallion shake her ass? Cause Meg the Stallion was just on there uh, two performances ago, shaking her ass, and now you're mad because Lil Nas X is kissing another man. Make it make sense. <laughs> the same thing with WAP. Oh, I don't like that song. I don't want, like, it's simple. My sister does not like the video, Montero, call you by, like, call you by your name. She doesn't let my nephew watch it. It's simple. Don't let your kids watch it. It's really simple. Don't let them watch it. Monitor the content that they're seeing. You don't like a song, turn the shit off. It's like, come on. This is music for adults, not children. I understand that Little Nas X milked the whole um, Old Town Road song for kids, but, you know, he milked that and, you know, the Old Town Road song, you know, it was marketed towards kids and then he comes out with this and y'all are like, oh my gosh, oh, I'm in an uproar, what do I do? That just goes to show that, you know, take these celebrities with a grain of salt because, you know, they're going to reinvent themselves. They're going to be their own person at the end of the day. Um, All of their music is not meant to be, like, they're not meant to be role models for your children. You should be the role models for your children. It's honestly really simple. Um, You know, the same thing with JoJo Siwa, you know, she came out, um, you know, and whatever. And, you know, parents were in an uproar about JoJo Siwa coming out. And it's like, please. Just say you're homophobic and move the fuck on. Like, it really doesn't have to be all that deep, you know. But y'all make it more difficult than what it is because you're scared to be called homophobic. But that's what you are. I just, 
I don't know really how to make it easier for you guys other than to stop being homophobic. I mean, it's really simple. Um, And then, of course, uh, also, you know, little Nas X isn't the issue. Um, You know, someone on TikTok said little Nas X isn't the issue. The Weeknd got a Kids' Choice Award for a song about cocaine. Your problem isn't with his music or what's in it. I was listening to Chief Keef at 11 years old and nobody said anything. Your problem is that he's gay and poking holes in a religion that has oppressed him. Call it what it is. And, you know, I mean, uh, I just think that, um, you know, as Christians, you know, people really need to reevaluate and just be honest with themselves and say that they're homophobic and just be real and say, you know, hey, um, you know, are, you know, we uphold these values, not knowing that people are feeling some type of way and they're feeling shunned, they're feeling, um, I'm sorry about that, y'all. Um, they're feeling, um, shunned and they're trying to turn away from it because y'all don't accept them. It's like, why would anybody go somewhere where they're not accepted? Um, but yeah. So that's all I really have to say about Little Nas X. You know, the performance was giving very much Remember the Time. You know, he was channeling his inner Michael Jackson. It was very creative of him to, like, change it from being about going to hell into, you know, Egyptian, um, you know, giving it an Egyptian vibes and everything. So, you know, that was very creative of him to, you know, give it a different concept to the song so that, you know... It's not giving demonic, you know, things like that. So I thought that was pretty cool. He is very creative. Um, And I just want people to just be 100 and keep it real. You know that man creative. Stop playing. Like, be real. Okay, y'all. Enough of the one-sided beef that um, everyone has with Little Nas X. Let's move on to the one-sided beef that everyone has with Silk Sonic. And some of it, I would say that it's probably justified. But, you know, at some point, you cannot lie about how good the song is and how immaculate the vibes are pertaining to the song. Okay, so Silk Sonic is basically a duo of Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack, And they obviously performed... Yet again, leave the door open. And if you haven't heard the song, then I guess you don't listen to the radio. Um, or you just been under living under a rock all this time. But obviously the um the song is obviously very popular. And a lot of people on Twitter had a lot to say about it. And I'm gonna read you some of the tweets that a lot of people said. Um, it says Silk Sonic playing games holding on to this album. Slam the door shut at this point. And somebody said, <laughs> someone else said, um, how the hell Silk Sonic win best group with one damn song? And it says Silk Sonic is about 37% black. <laughs> and they said, 
these sons of bitches silk sonic do you want to hear something new off the album and everybody in the crowd is like yeah and then they're like no we gonna run it back because we still in the top 10 and it's just (laughs) it's so funny because you know like on social media they've been trolling them and being like how the hell they doing all this with one song how like they just gonna perform this one song over and over again like we're sick of it at this point like shit let it go and you know of course you know they had to give what it you know give that same energy and just return the energy and be like look we finna keep performing this song since y'all mad about it um and I see the issue that people have with it because it's like they won against Chloe and Halle. Like, please, they're literally a prodigy of Beyonce. And you want to say that, uh, you want to say that this one little song out of all the songs that Chloe and Halle have, all these bops that they've given us, and y'all still ain't giving them no award? Like, what's up with that? And I totally agree with that. Um, but yes, the song does have immaculate vibes, but at the same time, it's like, at what cost? Like, are we going to keep hearing the same song? Does the album that y'all are talking about, does it really exist at this point? Cause we're sitting here waiting for it and we don't see it. So I'm just like, what's going on with that? Um, so yeah, um, they said an evening with, silk sonic track list leave the door open leave the door open instrumental leave the door open acapella leave the door open extended leave the door open commentary by bootsy collins leave the door open remix and then there was another one that i saw that somebody posted about and it was so fucking hilarious bro it says silk sonic album track list intro featuring bootsy bootsy collins leave the door open leave the door open live at the Grammys (laughs) hold or interlude leave the door open acoustic (laughs) and then it's leave the door open Spanish and it has featuring Bad Bunny and then it says leave the door open featuring Skrillex and then it says leave the door open reprise y'all at this point It's becoming very much Butter from BTS. It's becoming very much Dynamite from BTS at this point. Like, we're sick of it. We don't want to hear no more parts of it. Because if you know anything about BTS and their song Butter, they've made, like, several remixes, several different versions. And it's just, at this point, it's like, okay, how many more versions of the song can you get? And I'm scared to even ask that question because at this point, it's like, please, let it go. We're sick of it. Close the door or give us some more tracks from the album because we're tired of it. But, you know, of course, the performance gave what it was supposed to give. Bruno Mars looking absolutely gorgeous as always. Um, You know, the dimples, it'd be the dimples for me. Dimples just, it has a special place in my heart. Like, that is one facial feature that I just will become the biggest simp over if you know you know but yeah all right so enough of that whole silk sonic thing in some parts i do agree in some parts it's just like it is what it is at this point 
do we really have any control over it? Nah, because guess what? The radio keeps playing it, and I'm pretty sure y'all keep listening to that one song that they keep playing. So it's like, it is what it is at this point. Okay, so moving on, we are going to be talking about City Girls' performance of Twerkulator. And you know, you know, if you know, you know, uh, Twerkulator... We love it. We love the song. Of course, TikTok made it super popular. And by the time that they were able to actually release the song, everybody was like, okay, it didn't get what it was supposed to give. And I'm like, uh, because it was on TikTok. So, I mean, it is what it is now. Like, we got the song now. So, I mean, just play the song while you own some white man's boat this summer. Um, shaking your booty so hey it is what it is at this point um but yeah the performance gave what it was supposed to give um of course people had some things to say about jt's wig and i just want to say like it seems as though every time there's always something negative that people have to say about jt and you know i just feel like it's okay you know leave that girl alone she looked like she was having a great time she looked beautiful she was smiling like it looked like she was having a good time and I feel like as a performer that's all it's about is like you're up there doing your thing in your element having a good time like of course people gonna say what they want to say feel how they feel about it but I like the performance I thought it was nice you know young Miami of course looked beautiful as well did her thing all that you know I like the performance but of course people on social media had their few choice things to say about it and they were talking about her wig and this and that and saying it wasn't giving what it was supposed to give and you know I just be like just leave JT alone please just let it go just please find like come on now y'all complain about everything else it's like just get over it um and then let's talk about another topic okay so uh somebody was accepting some sort of award for something i can't remember what the award was for but all these black women you know they get up on the um stage and they're talking about the whole bonnet fiasco if you don't know the whole bonnet fiasco it's where you know in the black community if you don't know if you're not part of the black community seeing wearing your bonnet like in public like going to walmart or going to heb or whatever you know wearing your bonnet is seen as ghetto you know quote unquote you know uh people see that as ghetto and one of the ladies on stage said um she said i bet if gucci was selling bonnets y'all would go ahead and wear that damn bonnet yeah everybody would want to wear a bonnet and it's just like for real though because like y'all really be trying to play like a bonnet is ghetto or something it's just like a fucking hat it protects your fucking hair you know sometimes you don't want to wear your braids out sometimes you don't want to wear your fro out you know you just going to the store to grab something real quick and going back home why you can't wear your bonnet in public people be wearing pajama bottoms and stuff to walmart like you know it be a lot of things at walmart that you see and you just be like i should not be seeing that but okay and it's like y'all want to complain about 
a black woman wearing her bonnet and they're like oh it's only ghetto if you um arguing with your baby daddy and your bonnet and you beating your baby daddy up and all this shit it's like okay at this point it's just like to me i see a bonnet as a hat or a head scarf a head wrap wear your bonnet in public if you want to because people be wearing stuff in public that they want to and they ain't got no business wearing it in public so it don't matter monique don't pay my bills because i know she said it's all about being well put together listen listen i'm gonna tell you how i feel if i'm in public i'm gonna wear my bonnet sometime yes i've worn my bonnet to the store yes i sure have did i feel bad were people looking at me yes some people even ask me where i got my bonnet so you know i'm just saying it's okay to wear your bonnet in public if you want to it's okay to do a tiktok video in your bonnet it's okay to you know facetime your boo in your bonnet it's okay to you know in your bonnet so it's just like it is what it is wear the damn bonnet who cares what anybody else has to say i guarantee you if gucci or or any of these high dollar brands came out with their own brand of bonnets y'all would be wearing them shits y'all would be wanting oh i got my gucci bonnet y'all would just buy it just to say that you have it but you can't buy no two dollar bonnet from the from the from the beauty supply it's just it's giving theatrics it's giving dramatic just wear the damn bonnet it's really not that deep and the way y'all make all these think pieces these deep woke statuses about wearing a bonnet and how you're you need to be put together yada 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 it's not giving what you think is giving you sound stupid because i guarantee if they made some sort of gucci bonnet you will be the first in line to want to get yours so that's all i'm gonna say about the bonnet fiasco well child enough of the bonnet fiasco let's move on and talk about the lifetime achievement award that was um obviously won by queen latifah and we all know that she has paved the way for a lot of women in that industry when it comes to hip-hop and rap and all that um she's paved the way for a lot of these ladies and a lot of these female rappers and stuff like they look up to her and you know i think it's well deserved she's definitely done a lot um and it was just really nice you know her speech was beautiful she looked beautiful um as always and of course there were people up there that you know did the little tribute to her with her songs and stuff um you know they had Rhapsody they had um MC Light Lil Kim of course some people had some things to say about Lil Kim you know everybody always gonna have something to say about her um but you know she was just saying that you know uh queen latifah is a queen and she loved her and all this and i just thought it was really nice it was a really nice little performance that they gave you know in honor of um queen latifah you know for her lifetime achievement award and then there was also at the end a beautiful tribute to dmx and it was just so beautiful um I just definitely I can't really say enough about it but it was just so beautiful so heartfelt um definitely look it up on YouTube 
it was just, it was beautiful. Um, and at the end, they like, you know, DMX has this little prayer that he would say, and, you know, they played that in the background while everyone, you know, had a little moment of silence for him, and it was just really nice. Um, so that's really all I had to say about the BET Awards. Um, other than that, it was nice. Um, you know, other performers perform, but I really wasn't paying it really no mind if I didn't talk about it. Like, I know baby performed, and then, of course, DJ Khaled brought dang near everybody back onto the stage to perform um, I Did It or something. I don't know the name of the song, but I think that's what they were saying on stage. But, uh, you know, the whole... It, the whole drama and gossip and things with the baby and Meg the Stallion and them and you know she was really trying to swerve on off the stage before he came back up there so you know the night was very interesting I thought um it was okay um there have been better BET awards but I mean I guess it's nice for you know finally having uh, award show, you know, after this whole pandemic thing and all that, it was nice, but it is what it is. Um, that's really all I have to say about this episode today. I just want to thank you all for tuning in and, you know, listening. So that's really all I have to say. So thank you guys for listening and tune in for another episode of Let's Discuss. Thank you.